0: Yeah, we are live. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I think this mic is alive though, because I'm not quite used to it.: You're I'm recording, you did recording. Mic, so Well, I'm always recording through weird things. You know that. Sure. I it's know, always but always the little cool. recording button just appeared.
1: Uh,
0: oh, well, it's okay. Anyway, tonight's topic is uh, trans people in sports. Hot topic. Very, it is a very hot topic. It's heavily in the news. Uh, there's a lot of red, Of course, what isn't in the news about us? It
1: doesn't matter. It seems. Well, to that's really, the primary thing you know, at the moment. So many legislatures across the United States are considering bills to ban trans kids, trans people from performing in the sports uh, on the team of the gender that they identify with. So it's a big, it's a big deal trying to erase us from a segment of, of society.
0: Well, it is, and the other thing too that I find is, you know, they're, they're trying to stop all types of blockers, hormones, anything and everything up until the age of 18, and then they're trying to block
1: us from computing yeah, then they're oh. trying to, to block all that too, so know, kind of, I thinking, think it's well, different. if you have medical stuff, you're okay, oh, but we're gonna block that too.
0: Sure. We're going to make sure that we put legislation in place to block you from doing absolutely everything on the planet and, producing, oh, yeah, much. you know, but no care, no jobs. No, yeah. you know. Well, the good thing is, is that there's a lot of the Northern states or, or some, maybe not even just specifically Northern, but there are a lot of states that are pushing back, which is good to see in and Virginia. And yes,
1: that's it is very Virginia. good to see. So there is Colorado, yeah. South Dakota, even in Republican uh, legislatures, some bills have been killed already in committee. Uh, so that, that is seen as an excellent sign, hopefully, of, of some common sense going on with some of these Republicans, which is nice to see. Well, it
0: is a nice change, isn't it? Uh, it's, it's kind of weird to actually see Republicans yeah. being sensible for a change, because yeah. it seems it's always rhetoric and how much can
1: we... Fear-mongering.
0: And stuff so much like of it is fear-mongering,
1: Athletes, especially trans women, trans girls, are just going to run completely over any cis girl that's going to compete against them. And that is certainly not true, as was shown, I think it was yesterday, with the lawsuit up in Connecticut, where some cis girls are suing to ban any trans girls from playing on uh, women's teams in Connecticut. And this cis girl beat her Trans competitor, even though she is one of the ones she's suing, saying that well, she can't beat her because she's male, and just proved her own own accusation to be
0: false. Yeah, and this is the thing that it just surprises the heck out of me is that this is even going on. You know, if you're gonna go to get uh, with a case against somebody, make sure that you've got your facts together mm-hmm. because obviously you don't, and you're making yourself just look like a total fool.
1: Really? Oh, yeah. But then she said, well, tons of girls are losing every day, every day. I can't find it. I did a search today, Googled how many high school girls are getting beat by trans girls. Nothing comes up.
0: Well, and that's pretty obvious why when you take a look at it, look at the percentages Okay. I know. those no. alone. Well, you how, many, how many cisgender girls are in high school right now across the US? And then, comparison to how many cisgender women are playing on high school teams in the US? Okay, so what's the percentage there? What is it? We're still running at about 1%. So, how is it even possible? Mm-hmm that we are running over all of these cisgender girls I, all I over this place, with and, based on even just the general percentages of how many there are of us. Come on. Exactly. This is this is foolhardy on all senses of the word. Okay? Yeah. Like, totally foolhardy. I can't understand why you know, outside of the fact that mommy and daddy are Republicans and they're pushing their daughters to say certain things in order to be able to try to get legislation pushed through. To okay,
1: they okay track and field, which these girls who are sitting in Connecticut okay. are participating in. Uh, 2016, 2017, which is the latest data um, appearing on this site, there were 494,000 girls participating in the United States, 494,000. So 1% of that is essentially 5,000 trans girls. Oh, just wait,
0: we must have superpowers because we could <laughs> exactly. run over all of them. It, like we, could, we could have, it must be that each one of the trans women has the ability to uh, enroll in 12 different schools and <laughs> compete in all of those 12 schools and beat all of those girls. And yeah. still get their school done and all of that. Like this is how this is how stupid it actually is when you start to think about. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, there's no way that five
1: thousand trans girls could beat the other four hundred and ninety thousand girls. Yes, it is. It is impossible. Well, precisely
0: that to occur. You know, and even if you say that those four hundred and ninety thousand girls. Uh, not all of them might be competing in sports, but no, these
1: a, these are ones who are competing in track and field. Okay, so those
0: are the actual. Yeah. those are the actual. Those, stats. those are actual yeah. numbers, right? Okay, so if those right. are the actual numbers. Then I mean, obviously, now it's really way out of whack. I mean, come on, people have to be logical about this, and I think a lot of it, again, is just mm-hmm. complete fear mongering. That's really what it boils down to. It's like everything else in the media were picked on all over the place, um, but yet in terms well, also,
1: you got to remember. Only fifty-five percent. This is in the United States, fifty-five percent of high school students participate in sports. Fifty-five percent. Correct.
0: So that's yeah, I mean, and again, when you take a look at the the just purely the numbers alone prove that everything is total bullshit. Mm -hmm. Seriously. I mean, come on, you know, and the thing is too, I mean we do have some, you know, and I have to commend the individuals that are out there and they are competing. I mean, mm-hmm. they are getting really um, focused on, there's a lot of negativity being forced on them through the media and stuff, like even C.C. C. Tepler, you know, or Telfer, I think is it. Is mm-hmm. it? Rachel McKinnon. Like, yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, she's picked on a
1: lot. Yeah. Um, but even so, as she said, she's like, we get vilified when we win. That's, Nobody that's says anything that. when I lose. And I lose, this is Rachel, I lose way more often than i win and the ones that are bitching about me have beat me seven out of ten it's like it's the three where i win that gets all the press attention
0: well of course right i mean that's where the big focus is going to be on it and stuff right um you know and when you take a look at it too uh you know and when you look at the policies that are in place right now through the ncaa as well as in the Olympics and that sort of thing too. Um, they've already put in policy in place that focuses on all of this already.
1: That's great. And, There's medical protocols in place. Exactly. There are certain levels that have to be met regarding testosterone. There's a certain time period that a trans woman needs to be on hormones for even to be considered to be able to play or qualify. And then once you've been on hormones for a year, you've got to meet a certain Level of testosterone; it has to it has to be within a certain range. Right. Trans men, not so much.
0: No, exactly, because they know full well that trans men are going to have a very difficult time. But yet, in turn, too, and I mean, it's almost you know, that's another interesting conversation to have is when you're talking about trans men, for example, if they were to increase their testosterone levels above a natural level for yeah, that'd be doping. <laughs> That would be blood doping, wouldn't it?
1: Yes, it would. Okay. Yeah. So uh-huh.
0: the thing is, so oh, do is there actually legislation in place through the NCAA or the NCAA and the Olympics in regards to that?
1: Not that I'm aware of. I know at the NCAA level, there's not not on testosterone level in a trans man. Right. So it's very very
0: surprising. Like, okay. Yeah, it's it, but, ridiculous. You know, I know, but this is what I'm getting at. When you start to look at all of these different policies and everything about trans individuals and stuff like that, it's like, well, hold it, wait a minute. You say one thing on one side, you don't do anything about it on the other side. Yeah, no, exactly. It's and always and, trans women you know, that are giving and their you know, and And it boils down to the fact of it's, I think it's just a bunch of feminists that are trying to push their agendas down on trans women. And, and well no, it's
1: not it's not just the feminists. It's no, I know. But it is. Men,
0: it's Republican yeah. men. It's it's more than just just the turfs. No, but when I talk about that, I'm talking specifically in the sports realm of women. In schools, in that sort of thing, that where that's where I say it's kind of that feminist sort of a thing. That where they say, "Oh gosh, you're taking away my little girl's right to be a girl, and you're putting all of these guys in place, and you know all oh, yeah. of this kind we're of stuff." We're stripping
1: are- them of the chance for scholarships, and we're stripping them of the yeah. chance to winning, and they're stripping them of, you know, because all these trans girls are just running ramshot over them in every race conducted, which, you know, statistics and data and everything show that that is not the case because we don't have the freaking numbers to do that, first of all, and two, not every trans girl is a freaking elite athlete to begin with. There is as much variability in athletic ability within the trans population as there is in the cis population. And just because one is born male does not endow one with superman abilities. Oh, exactly.
0: Exactly. I always have to laugh because here's another factor that I I always laugh. Because we talk about this, that we're, okay, so all of these trans women have these superhuman powers and all of that.
1: Yeah, really. Right? Okay,
0: so okay, fine. So let's just say that. So then you're going to legislate all those people. Well, what Mm -hmm. about all of the athletes that are out there that are kind of superhuman in a way too? So how about Michael Phelps with size 17 and a half feet? What are you gonna start doing measurement of and, feet and has the genetic individual uh, in order to
1: that he doesn't produce as much lactic acid as his competitors? Yes. Why isn't he required to take some sort of drug that decreases that ability? So it makes him on a par with the rest of his competitors. Well that there's that, nothing on that. There's nothing about that, but they make a cis woman who is naturally producing more testosterone than most women being required to take testosterone blockers to bring her levels down yes this is a natural cis woman that they're doing this. certainly and this is the thing that i I get
0: at it's you could pick it out in any part of sport in anything okay well obviously if you're going to be a basketball player you're going to be six seven seven two you know all those things you know so okay, that's fine. But you, like I said, I always look at Michael Phelps because he, they, like they said, his feet are like flippers. He's like he's got flippers on, right?
1: And is that fair? <laughs> is that fair? Yeah, that size fifteen feet or something, you know? Yeah, right. I know. Exactly. I know it's a natural variation, right? You know, uh, it's what occurs in the human population. Not everybody is the same. We're not going to be the same. There is variance in ability in the cis population and in the trans population. Being born male does not endow one with any superiority over a cis female unless you have the testosterone. Right. It's all about the testosterone. Bring that into cis level for at least a period of time and you lose all this supposed male advantage. I remember being in high school. There's no way I could have went up against any girl that was on our high school volleyball team. No. Those okay. girls were stout. Well, for sure. And we had the state championship team when I was in high school and oh my God, I think they could have mopped the floor with any guy in the high school. They were tough. So sure they were built, muscular,
0: potent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, it's a skill. It's like you say, it's diversity in how the human body is built. Um, You take a look at so many uh, different athletes. You know, I look at it as well. A lot of athletics has to do with skill. So for example, as much
1: strength. Right. But uh, more
0: that's a skill. skill
1: Playing golf, for instance. I don't know why there aren't men and women's teams because I'm sorry. Your strength isn't necessarily going to allow you to drive the ball that much further. No. It's more about skill in playing golf.
0: It's funny too. I've seen, um, I it just was watching on Facebook just in the last few days, watching a woman come up, arm wrestling guys and kicking their asses all the time. It <laughs> didn't <Even laughs> matter how big the guy was, walk up like 6'2, and here she is. She's like 5'6. And she is just killing everything, right? So, okay, again, it's obviously a trans woman, right? Obviously, I mean, my well, God, you don't it, do that. We should have to. We, to better, we, we I, better go and get her tested, right? Because you know, I'm, tell her to drop her, her drawers. drawers. I mean, I mean, come on, yeah. let's
1: do a quick genital check, right? Well, for sure, right? Better do the hand movement there, and, and then, the then, then you know, if she appears to have a vagina. We need to do the chromosomes. I mean, my God, we, we you know, can't have this. Yeah. Everyone knows men are superior to women.
0: Well, and that's the thing. And that's, that's the other part of it, too, that I think it's just so, so surprising. Um, it's know, absurd. It, it is. It's, a lot of this is totally and completely absurd. Uh, you know, I, I think it's totally and completely unfair, Like just like everything else is focused upon us um, and the things that we end up going through and stuff like that as trans individuals.
1: You know? Uh, it yeah, is. It, it's, Especially it, trans women. The animus is always on us, because we're always seen as men pretending to be women. And the, the only reason we're doing this is so we can get into women's spaces to either assault or rape. That is the attitude, especially in conservative circles and certain, you know, TERFs who want to exclude us, so-called feminists, of which there are lesbians. Martina Navratilova is one which is extremely disappointing to see her take the tact on us like that. Um, Just to bring these people to reason. It's like, we are not born with these amazing endowed abilities. Testosterone brings the strength. Testosterone brings the endurance. Testosterone brings a superior oxygen-carrying ability of hemoglobin in a male body. You give it to a woman, a cis woman, and they're gonna get that too. Right. It's all about the testosterone.
0: Well, it is. Not so, the
1: genetics.
0: Yeah, exactly. So here's something. Um, so, you know, just doing some reading here extensively, like with transgender individuals, uh, it's estimated that about 150 to 200 transgender athletes currently competing in the NCAA sports, most of them you don't hear a thing about. Why? Because the only reason is they're not winning. There's no controversy, <laughs> and that's that's the whole thing. And, and that's so, all you got to hear about them. So when you take a look at that, and and, and so two now get that two hundred transgender people are competing in NCAA schools.
1: Two hundred thousands
0: precisely. are there? Okay. So, and then, so let's say that uh, only 2% or 3% of all of the trans people are actually winning something. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we're looking at what, like a 0.2 percentile of population that's actually winning events. and yet, And yet they're making it sound like. We're, we're like mass you know, a mass amount of individuals coming through and winning every sport and everything oh, and doing everything. And I mean now there's no girls competing on any team because it's all transgender win. Oh God, man, we're just everywhere. It's amazing I mean, how you know, many there are. This is this and, and this is a thing, like and, and I would I would, you know, I mean if somebody wanted to ever come on our show that wanted to say, Oh well, you know, I don't believe anything that you're saying, I'd be saying make sure you bring all your facts written research and reports and tell us exactly where we're wrong.
1: Cherry picked data just to support a conservative viewpoint of which there is a lot of that going on in the news and in these law, in lawsuits that are going on and in the legislative bills that are being presented in Republican legislatures across the United States. As a scientist, as a geologist, I deal with real facts. Right. And And that is what all I deal with. And that is going to be the same thing with transgender data as well. It is or it is not. It's not our viewpoint. It is the facts and data that support these conclusions.
0: Well, precisely. And that's the thing. And I look at it the same way, too. I'm very much a a statistics person. I want to see the research. I want to see what's being done. I want, you know, if if okay, if that's the case, then show us. Bring me a list of... But up or shut up. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I would shut up. I'd wait. I'd listen to what they've got to say because if you've got the research and it says, oh, yeah, okay, well, you know, uh, 100% of all trans people, well, like I said, there's 200, uh, there's 200 people, uh, you know, in NCAA sports right now, 200 in throughout the That's practically nothing come on 200 people. right exactly and this is what i'm getting at and yet how do these people okay so look that we've talked about the ncaa we've talked about like kind of a bit of the olympics and that and obviously olympics haven't been affected by that but what about high schools or junior high schools where we are now saying that okay um now there's there's four hundred and sixty
1: thousand ncaa athletes
0: okay and so and that what was the date on that terry what did that's so what is that
1: Oh, let's see. Uh, twenty
0: seventeen. Okay, so this is basically the same. Uh, so this is February eighteen, uh,
1: twenty. So three years ago. So, Odds yeah. are, it's not a lot different. You know, at this point in time, more than likely, it's within a few thousand of of that number. But if you think about it, if the same holds true as far as percentage of trans people in the General population, which is around 1%, there's 4,600 trans athletes. Right. Yeah. So, very, very many. Whether they're out or not. You know. Right.
0: And so, we're talking about Connecticut here. And so, I mean, basically, that's that Christian group called, I think it's the Alliance yeah. Defending Freedom or something. Alliance Defending Freedom, ADF. Okay, and they filed a, a, a legal complaint on behalf I of high school three, three high school athletes. Right, but three high school athletes, and they're yes. seeking for transgender girls from competing in the girls' category in Connecticut. Banning, uh, you know, and so uh, and it's more. It's also in another dozen states or something where high school athletes are allowed to compete. In categories and that matches their gender identity according to the ADF legal counsel Christian Holcomb or whatever and the heck it is.
1: Most most so, states where it's allowed, it is left up to the individual school districts as to what protocols are put in place. Some trans students are allowed to compete without any kind of surgical or hormonal um, regimen. There is no stipulation on whether they're on blockers or HRT or they've had surgery or not, which of course for a high school student to have surgery is extremely rare in the United States. It has occurred overseas. I don't know of it having occurred in the United States below the age of 16. And generally it's 18. Mm -hmm. Right. So I do find it odd um, that a trans girl would be allowed to, Perform or play on a cis girl team without having some type of blocker or be on hormones and have a similar medical protocol, such as the NCAA or the Olympics. Mm -hmm. I think that is certainly in line to have in place, even with high school students, right? Though it may be somewhat dependent on the sport. Of which they are participating in where testosterone wouldn't necessarily give an advantage right
0: so the adf basically is stating that it's two transgender athletes this miller uh and they're both i guess in track and field so it's miller and uh andrea yes and they've uh, i guess they've amassed what 15 different state championship titles
1: yeah they won a lot and i do not believe they are on hormones or blockers okay and if that's the I case. don't think uh, i that's sort of what I've read. Um,
0: so, so I confirm these, that. yeah. So these two individuals basically um, have won fifteen different state championships, where once it was held by nine different girls across the state. Okay. 15? Yeah, they say fifteen. So and oh I thought you said fifty-five zero. five, zero. Oh no, no, I said one five. So the <laughs> <you're laughs> Yearwood, God, are they doing? <laughs> so your and Miller have, okay, just to confirm, is 15 different state
1: championship titles, which okay. used to be held by Basically nine different cisgender
0: different women. women. Okay. Um, is,
1: that, is that between the two girls that they've won
0: 15? Yes, so about seven each or seven, you know, whatever. Seven to eight each. Yeah, okay. If so it's hard, nine different girls, cisgender girls, had, had won those same titles. Uh, across the street. And so that's why the uh, U.S. Department of Education and for civil rights is now investigating that group's complaint. So it's yeah, interesting yeah. on that regard. So, you know, and nowhere are the debates around transgender rights as stark as they are in sports right now, where the temptation is- Yeah, that, become, that is being hard. where the yeah. spotlight is shining. Right, so they're drawing a hard biological line and it's run mm-hmm. up against the limits of what science can can offer. So the outcome, or at least so far, is an inconsistent mix of rules that leaves almost nothing resolved, okay? Now, in the NCAA, transgender women can compete on women's teams after they've completed one year of testosterone suppression treatment. Yes, I said. But the organization doesn't place limits on what a transgender athlete's testosterone levels can actually be.
1: No, they just kind of stipulate cyst levels
0: right so it makes it a little bit kind of which you is know,
1: normally between 20 and 70
0: mm-hmm. see and now it's the it's inter- now, now the international olympic committee is more granular rules right so trash right. can compete in the women's categories as long as their blood testosterone levels have been maintained below like it's 10 mm-hmm. nanomoles per liter
1: mm-hmm. for, yeah.
0: yeah so for a minimum of 12 months Yes. So cisgender men typically have a testosterone level of what about like seven, anywhere between seven and 30 uh, monomoles per liter, you know, uh, while premenopausal women or cis women are generally at about 1.7 nanomoles per liter or less. So the governing body, I guess, knows is uh, for track and field, has just adopted, just recently adopted, a five man, uh, nanomole per liter limit
1: in in that situation. 10 10 nanomoles would be 288 nanograms per deciliter. Yes. Which would be on the low end of normal for a cis male. Right.
0: Okay. So, you know, you've got a a woman uh, named uh, Joanna Harper, transgender woman distance runner. And researcher who has served on the IOC committee that developed that organization's current rules, and you know, basically, she says it boils down to whom you're trying to be fair to. Uh, you know, to billions of typical women who cannot compete with men at le- at le- high levels of sports, or very repressed minority of transgender people who only want to enjoy the same things that everybody else does, including participation in sports.
1: Right, and it's a human right. It, it is a human, human. And, and and that's, or it's regardless of what gender you are or what gender you identify as. Right. And, and, or and even you know, if you don't identify as either gender at all. Correct. And I
0: mean, the other thing is, too, as you look at transgender women's performances in generally, they decline as their testosterone does.
1: Now yes. There's one study that proves that conclusively on a runner out in Oregon who has been followed in her transition. And been tested, and her results, and her racing results, and showing that she is basically performing similarly to cis women of her age group. Right. Okay. And so right. on
0: hormones. Okay, so you know we talk about, uh, and we've talked about this in the past too. it's like the bone framing, like the frame, the bone frame of a male to in comparison to a woman. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if we're losing a percentage of our muscle mass, which most of us lose about
1: thirty percent, or bones take yeah. a lot longer to change. Correct. And heavy bones don't give you any kind of athletic advantage. Whatsoever. Correct. So I'm wondering,
0: what about lung capacity? And because obviously, in males' heart sizes are are larger than women's hearts.
1: Heart is a muscle, and sure. muscle bigger under testosterone. We lose heart mass. We lose muscle mass. We lose oxygen-carrying capability of our red blood cells. That decreases. Sure. So many things decrease. We get female muscles that are moving male bones, in essence. So it can be a simple calculation of force equals mass times acceleration.
0: Right. If you
1: have female muscles exerting a certain amount of force to move the mass of a male bone, and you have similar force and acceleration on the cis female side who is moving cis female bones, which are of less density and mass than a cis male bone who's been developed under male you know, hormonal levels, mm-hmm. Who's going to win? Yeah. Okay. It's a simple yeah. physics. If you're just looking at there's, physics, force equals mass times acceleration. The cis female is going to win because of the extra weight that the trans woman is carrying around in her heavier bones. Correct. Even yeah. Renee Richards made a comment like that back in the late 70s when yes. she was playing on the tennis circuit. Yep. Yeah, and now another
0: controversy that I, I've read about too, um, and there was a, a study done uh, by an Allison Heather, a psychologist or uh, at the University in New Zealand, and said that testosterone also promotes muscle memory and ability to regain muscle mass after a period of detraining by increasing the number of nuclei in the muscles. And these added nuclei don't go away. So she's saying that some transgender women have a heightened ability to build strength even after they transition. And this was a psychologist? Well, physiologist, sorry. Oh. <laughs> she's a psychologist and a physiologist, so I just forgot to mention that she was a okay. physiologist. And,
1: and her data to back up this? Well, there.
0: she says that she's done studies on trans people in, in this regard, so that's it just happens to be... Um, you know and one person um one person's opinion and you know i mean obviously um, it's one way that they they try to uh address the issues you know so she's you know she's even you know, muscle
1: that, muscle memory doesn't necessarily equate to muscle strength correct i agree i agree with that too i mean obviously all. i yeah. mean even if even if you have sufficient i mean uh, still a number of uh, muscle cells within your muscle, um, really, you know, is it, the, do you, are you multiplying muscle cells with added testosterone, or are you just embalking bulking up the individual muscle cells that are inherent within a given muscle, you know, say a bicep and a female and a bicep and a male. Is there a greater number of muscle cells in that bicep more than the female? Are there a greater number, or just the individual cells are so much more pumped up and developed because of the testosterone? That's something I haven't actually seen addressed or even stipulated.
0: Right. So some of these studies are just starting to come out. So, um, you know, some people are suggesting. that they would create a handicap system using an algorithm to account for the physiology parameters such as testosterone,
1: hemoglobin. Well, you know, why not apply that to cis athletes then? If we're going to why, do that, like, well, like race horses, you know, we're going right. to put a certain amount of weight on the jockey so that all the horses are carrying the same well this is the thing that it starts to get a little bit too ridiculous because
0: when you start to actually start talking about developing algorithms to be able to test the testosterone and hemoglobin levels and height and endurance capacity as well as social factors i mean come on this starts to get a little bit out of hand uh, you know it has- they like you know even start they start to figure that they start taking into account the identity and the socioeconomic status of individuals so such an you know so an algorithm would be, you know, um,
1: yeah. What's the point? Just to the yeah, divisions, have- in
0: the Paralympics, for example. Uh, are we going to start, start also- taking
1: the height yeah. into account on handicapping uh, professional basketball players? Exactly. Or maybe the size of their hands. Who can palm the basketball and who can't?
0: Yeah. So and it that- gives you an advantage if you can palm the ball. Yeah. So what are they going to do instead of the two divisions? like male and female, what are they going to do? Uh, they'd be like adding multiple ones and athletes would be placed into a division which best uh, mitigates unfair physical and social parameters.
1: <laughs> like, it does. I mean, the, the amount of splitting of hairs that can be done becomes ludicrous after a while. Well, and, and this is the
0: thing that I think that what is going on in this, in this whole discussion is the fact that they're, they're trying to convolute everything. And they're, they're trying to just make it so filled with a whole ton of actual crap, that it well, just... I mean, it
1: tries to said, the, aim, the aim is to be done with us. The aim well, is correct. to us. The aim is to not deal with us. The aim is to make our life so shitty that, well, we just won't choose to be
0: true. Well, and, and this is the thing. So what are they gonna do? Like, they're gonna, what, put us in a third category? What, what and then what are they gonna call it? The freak category? You know, this is,
1: and again, this just goes to... Yeah, uh, yeah. I sorry, transgender sports, there's not enough of us. Well, precisely. To hold a championship or to hold, you know, all the various tournaments that would be required to get to a championship. I mean, there's just not enough of us. Yes. In a given age group to do this. Mm -hmm. There's just not. I mean, and then think about the number of elite... Athlete that would exist in a trans population. Well, there isn't. And that's the big factor, too,
0: right? That where it, yeah. it gets to a point where it's just, it starts to, um, uh, it's going to be watered down so significantly that, well, you, you, what are you going to do? Have two people on a basketball team
1: and you're going to have a whole league? <laughs> I know, exactly. All, all these bills that are being uh, submitted and sponsored across the Republican legislatures in the United States are all seeking a problem. They all have this solution But where's the actual real problem? There aren't scads of trans athletes that are beating the pants off of their cis competitors. There's just not. Correct. There are some that win, yes. But it is not the majority. Not even close to the majority Mm -hmm. in in these cases. We just don't. We don't qualify for the Olympics. We're not there. Correct. Correct. So I mean, and
0: I think it's—I think it all bases down to just how badly they can try to beat us up. That's really what it boils down to. Um, uh yeah. You know, yeah. And there's no, there's and, and and every time that we talk about this, it gets—it's just another nail trying that they're trying to put in our coffins, mm-hmm. uh, and that's really what yeah. it boils down to. Making a sledgehammer, kill killing that. Exactly right. You know, uh, and when we take a look at all of the different laws throughout the U.S. and and that. Um, you know, that's where the major factor is, is in the U.S. That's all of these bills are going down. You don't hear oh, yeah, being, You don't hear about it being talked about in Canada. You don't yeah, hear it being yeah. talked I about. You hear a little bit in Australia. A Some little bit in, in Australia, but you take a look too. I mean, Australia has a fairly conservative uh, mm-hmm. regime in place right now. Most of I little bit in, in the really, U.K. Regime. It's a regime. A regime, yes. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Exactly. Because, I mean, it's, the, it, it, but it's true. It's that far-right conservative right. You take a look in Canada. All we uh, here, there's not even a peep about any of this. Mm-hmm. Not even a word. Nothing. Because it's irrelevant, really. Okay? But yeah, it is irrelevant. It, it should be a rebel in the air. Yeah, but the, 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 the thing is in Canada, it's a lot of people look at it and I've talked to some people about it. And matter of fact, they, I've had conversations with conservative individuals where they have turned around and stated, what's the big deal?
1: Y'all have a population of 37 and a half million. I know. We're, we're small. That means there's three, roughly 370,000 trans people. Right. In yeah. So, you know, but I mean, it's the same. Like a tenth, a tenth of what we have here in the United States.
0: A tenth. Yeah. But yet in turn, too, it's still the same percentages. It doesn't matter. But
1: yeah, Even, it
0: is. When you keep breaking it down and you go to 100,000 people, well, how
1: many trans people are in 100,000 people? 1,000 mm, people. 100,000 people the 1,000 trans people. And that's across all ages. Correct. So, all
0: ages. Right. So now, yeah. ta- now figure the percentage down to what's going to be actually in high school yeah all right the, half of the schools in canada are lucky if they even have two trans people in a school yeah I know. okay and so like and, and i'm saying all of this because it, the rel it's basically the same thing so when people are listening to this podcast and they think about the populations and that and they think oh well, yeah but the u.s is so much bigger well it doesn't matter the percentages are the same so, when you scale it down and you're down to like 10,000 people and you have 1,000, and that's over a scale of from like, uh, you know, 12 years old to like 85 years old. Okay. Right. Well, now you can wipe out 50% of all of those people. So now we're down to 500 in <laughs> 10,000. Do you know what I mean? So you keep breaking How it down. How much power do we have exactly? And
1: exactly. And this is where. What is I our wonder. power, I mean, we're not in the legislatures. We are not passing these bills. We are not passing the laws. We don't have sufficient numbers. <laughs> to run for all the offices in the land there is no way we can have a majority there's just it just isn't feasible with the numbers we have of the populace it's just not happened and to be accused of having this ideology that we are out to you know take over
0: well, it's impossible to take over,
1: right? And that's the thing. It's, it, is. it is for us. It is unless we are indeed endowed with some sort of superhuman power, of which I'm missing mine somewhere. I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get mine in the mail or
0: whatever. Well, I didn't get the big nice super patch that goes on your chest and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, well, I, I, I'm, that, I'm missing that. that
1: somewhere. I, I I don't know. FedEx misplaced my super superpower package. Where is my super suit? I tell you. Yes, where is my super suit? <laughs> I don't want a cape, damn it. Yes, no, <laughs> you I don't want a cape. No cape, yeah, okay.
0: that's, that's the rule. Right? No No cape. No, no cape. No no yeah. Okay. No so,
1: no you know. So. Yeah, I mean, these, these arguments that the conservatives have about this are so full of holes and can be shot down so quickly with just a few minutes on Google. Mm hmm. Finding vetted sources with real data, real statistics. It's there, but no, no, we're not. We got to go with point of view and uh, uh, how horrible the trans people are and this ideology they have to just take over our country. And no,
0: exactly. It just goes to show how foolish, foolish it actually is. <laughs> uh, on, the whole, on the whole sports side and i'm sure like you said uh there's been a lot of bills that have been overturned uh with you know and it continues to happen all over the place and it's yeah um, which
1: is just really nice to see especially when it's well, a conservative right. legislative body uh which is the case in some of these legislatures uh, right. it's nice to see that there are as i said earlier in our podcast that there are Republicans who are conservative, but also apparently have some common sense and have looked at the facts of this matter. Right.
0: Right. And, and that's a good thing to see, finally. I think it starts to boil down to, um, you know, even hardcore Republicans, you've got the upper echelon that's up there, but when you're starting to get into the state legislatures and stuff, they are understanding and willing to look at the facts and mm-hmm. say, okay, hold it, wait a minute, this is really far-fetched, what are you trying to do here, do you know? Oh. So um, let's hope that that continues to go in that direction and states continue to overturn it. I don't like what's happened in, uh, in uh, Arizona and the laws that have happened in Arizona in regards to that, because obviously um, I haven't checked up to see if those bills have actually passed, but I think that uh, in itself, absolutely ridiculous to bills such as that that where you have to if there's any potential possibility you're gonna get sent uh, and you have to have like physical exams and blood work and everything else done and basically like you're you know here we're gonna throw you in the prison and we're gonna do all of these tests on you and everything else like you're a rat to make sure that you can't go into the general population and just have some fun
1: yeah, really. Right. I mean, that, that is the end goal of a lot of these, is to erase us from society. Mm-hmm. Either it would be with medical care, housing, jobs, sports. Yeah. The whole nine yards is to make it just legal as shit to discriminate against us in any way possible. To either make us so miserable we go back. Well or that we just kill ourselves, which is a win-win for them.
0: Right. But the other side uh, that people need to realize too, and we're talking about this sort of stuff, when you start taking away the rights of a minority and you jump on that bandwagon and you get rid of that minority, that's just the question is, don't you think you're next? Do you really believe right. that you aren't going to be next in line and, oh, maybe now it's going to be something else that they want to attack and go after? So how many people are going to, you know, and that's where you start to look at it. Okay, so now here's the breakdown of all democracy and everything else. So when people are listening to this podcast, remember, before you make judgment or anything else, the eyes are going to be looking at you after we're gone, if we're gone. So they're going to that's be it. looking at you. And if you don't think they, that that's going to happen, you are sorely mistaken.
1: Yeah, and you have missed your history lessons from Nazi Germany. Correct. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Own famous statement, you know. I didn't protest when they came for the Jews. I didn't protest when they came for the Gypsies. I didn't protest when they came for X, Y, and Z down the line. And when they came for me, there was no one left to protest. That's right. So, so if you, you don't know. think it's going to apply to you at some point? You are sadly mistaken, especially if you are a member of the LGBTQ community. And you think that T doesn't belong and it should just be the LGB since that's sexuality and more gender. If you don't think they're not going to come after you. You need to wake up because they're using us as a test case. Oh. They can take us down. They're going to take you all down. Too.
0: Yep, exactly. The whole dang community is going to go. And think about it. Okay, you know, all of those uh, people that are gay and lesbian and everything else that are sitting in high power positions and offices and legal and lawyers and doctors and nurses, you're all going to go by the wayside. Yeah, right. it's not going to save you. Sorry. That's no, not it gonna isn't going to save you. You know, if you think, and, and because remember, you're a small percentage. We as trans people might be a small percentage.
1: Yeah. We minor- might be the minority
0: of the minority, but you're still a little minority. Correct, and you're going to be lined up next. So, you know, sometimes it gets frustrating. Um, I love having the unity of the fact and the power and strength of having community with the LGB part of it. But when they start to pick on us or with certain segments of that or, uh, community want to, us us the to yeah, and and throw us under the bus, yeah, uh, try and throw us under the bus. You're not far behind getting thrown under the bus. Nope. You, you got know? it. So, Let's be careful because you think of it. Okay, well, if we can eliminate trans people out of sports, why can't we eliminate LGB out of sports? So there it is. Anyway, thank you so much for being a part of Trans Talk Raw, and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you liked this episode, please share it with someone who you feel needs to hear this message. And don't forget to tag Trans Talk Raw on Facebook and Instagram so we can feature you on our stories. If you have two minutes and you're listening on iTunes or Apple Podcast, we would love it if you could leave us a review. Those messages mean so much to us and they really help us create more of the content that you'll love. Want to continue today's conversation? It's simple. Go to Facebook and search for the Trans Talk Raw Facebook group, answer the questions, and you're in. For more information on Terry Ellen or Nikki Marie Dawn, head over to transtalkraw.com. If you're looking for gender therapy, mentoring, or consulting services that will help you through all your transition needs, please visit Nikki Marie Dawn's site at transgenderlifecoaching.com. The Trans Talk Raw podcast is part of the iHeartRadio podcast network. Be sure to follow the Trans Talk Raw podcast and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We hope that your day continues to be happy, healthy, positive, and productive. We will talk to you again during our next podcast on Trans Talk Raw.